Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! Max Scherzer recently had back surgery and could miss the entire first half of the 2024 season. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Tuesday, December 19th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about this injury to Max Scherzer. We know he's dealt with back and neck injuries off and on over the past couple of years. Well, he had surgery to repair a herniated disc in his back and will now be out until likely June or July. Scott, you had Scherzer as your SP23 before the injury. How far down are you dropping him? Quite a bit, Frank. Quite a bit. Max Scherzer is now 75th in my starting pitcher ranking, so more than 50 spots. 70 put, uh, 75th puts him in between. Uh, ahead of him are Brandon Fott, Luis Severino, Kenta Maeda, three pitchers who, a lot of risks, but I perceive to have a fair amount of upside. And then right behind Max Scherzer are Michael Waka, Seth Lugo, Lance Lynn, pitchers who I perceive as not having so much upside. So he's kind of forming a dividing line there with that tier, as often happens with these uh, quality pitchers who suffer long-term injuries. I think if you play in a shallower league with IL spots, so, you know, mo most of the audience probably does, uh, th that's the appropriate point to draft Max Scherzer. Very late in the draft, stash him away in your IL spot. Uh, hope he makes it, difference for you in the second half it's hard to find an impact pitcher in this environment max scherzer when he's healthy should be that but if you play in a deeper league particularly one without il spots and you're gonna have to use up a bench spot on him for half the year that's gonna be harder to justify and then interestingly enough the rangers also signed tyler malley to a two-year deal who is returning from tommy john surgery himself likely won't piss, pitch until the second half of the season so they're gonna have to make it through that first half but if they do we're talking about potentially Scherzer, DeGrom, and Tyler Malley rejoining the Rangers rotation in the second half of the season. Lourdes Gurriel is re-signing with the D-backs on a three-year $42 million deal, which includes an opt-out after the second year and a club option for 2027. Gurriel enjoyed a fine bounce-back season where he hit 261 with a career-high 24 homers, 82 RBI, and a 772 OPS. Scott, the early ADP for Gurriel is 236.9. 53rd outfielder off the board going just behind Taylor Ward, Jared Kelnick, Starling Marte. Does that range sound right for Lourdes Gurriel? I mean, that's almost exactly where I have him. Now, I, I do think there's a chance in that ADP and FBC especially that this news is going to move him up because now we know where he's going. And it's a good destination for Lourdes Gurriel. Not that Arizona is an amazing place to hit these days, but we know he's going to play every day because they previously had Jake McCarthy 
and um, uh, Alec Thomas slotted into two of their outfield spots, neither of whom deserves to be starting in the majors. Lourdes Gurriel as a low OBP right-handed hitter, corner man. I, I don't think he was guaranteed to get an everyday job on the open market, but with the Diamondbacks, he will. And he he did hit better in Arizona than on the road last year, so he, he certainly didn't seem uh, damaged by that environment. And uh, I think as a fourth or fifth outfielder in a Roto League, if you're looking for power especially, I think Lourdes Gurriel is fine. Again, it becomes like a shallow league, deep league thing, where if you're in a shallow league, maybe selling out for the upside of Jared, Jared Kelnick instead makes sense. If you're in a deep league, maybe you play it safe with Gurriel. The Royals, surprisingly, have been busy recently, and they signed Michael Waka to a two-year, $32 million contract. He's made 47 starts over the past two years, a 327 ERA, a 114 whip during that time. His early ADP is 271.6, and I'll quickly mention the other one, Scott, in case you want to touch on it. The Royals also signed Hunter Renfro to a one-year deal, and it looks like he'll slot in as their starting right fielder. Any thoughts on... Michael Waka and Hunter Renfro to the Royals. Well, I'll start with Michael Waka because that's a little more straightforward. Very similar to the analysis I gave uh, on Seth Lugo last week, especially since they're going from the same team to to the same team, Padres to Royals. Uh, and they're similar in, in terms of statistical output, kind of below average strikeout guys, but you know, not, not nothing for strikeouts. And, um, we had some ERA concerns with them it, about their ability to continue what they were doing. Going to the Royals helps with that. It's it's one of the most pitcher-friendly ven- venues there is. And yet, I do think stock slightly down for both Waka and Lugo because now they're going to one of the worst teams in baseball. If they're not going to be big strikeout guys, you really want them to get wins. Unlikely they're going to get that many with the Royals. As for Renfro, you know, I, I liked Renfro a lot the past couple of years. I thought he was undervalued. He... Stop doing the trick that made him undervalued. So, you know, favorable venues the past few years, Boston, Milwaukee, at least for a right-handed power hitter like him, Boston is, and delivered, you know, 30-plus homers. Was in another hitter-friendly venue this past year, Angels. Great park for home runs. Got traded to the Reds, even better park for home runs. Had a bad year, and he's in his, you know, he's in his 30s now. So I don't think there's a guarantee he bounces back going to Kansas City. You know, that's the worst park we've seen in Hunter Renfro play in in years. And um, it might not go well. I think there's a chance he bounces back with 25 homers or so with Lourdes Gurriel production, basically. But that's kind of the upside for Hunter Renfro at his at this destination, with the downside is obviously more like what we saw last year. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again on Thursday. Bye-bye.